0: Welcome to TFT Talk, the podcast where we talk about all things TFT.
1: I'm always in my little daydream world. So, like, I daydream about the future, but am I planning? No. Medea,
2: like, I was all like rah, 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 streaming, angry, angry black woman, you know? So they were like, wow, that
3: performance was spectacular. I want to make other people feel something with my art. So it's like, if you make me feel something, then you are talented. It's everyone's favorite director, Nico Castro. And I'm your new upcoming actress and co host, Kennedy Alexis.
1: I don't have a cute little creative intro, but I'm here today and I'm Anna Mook.
2: And I'm Courtney, not Courtney, because I am of color.
0: The amount of times we're in
3: class, Courtney. Courtney minor, Courtney.
2: Y'all looking for me?
3: That that was the best intro so far, because I love that. I love that so much.
0: That was great. Girl, the amount of times I've heard you get called Courtney. (laughs)
2: And it's like it's phonetically spelled. If you just like pause <laughs> super
0: quick, like for two seconds and look, it's like <laughs> it's spelled Cortenay, and then uh, Katia. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Ka- Katia. Katia. <laughs> Her name is Katia. Everybody, like the poor thing, doesn't say it in class, like she doesn't correct the
3: professors. Her name is Katia.
0: <laughs> exactly.
3: I think I think what like happens is like. People just see the court and there's like, oh, Courtney. But it's like, no, how about we just read? (laughs) Let's read for one second, please. I love the most
2: interesting spellings, too. They get so creative. My favorite one by far was like, it was like C O U R T A N A Y. And I was like, oh, lots of new letters today. Like, that's really fun, very creative.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. If we were white, we would spell it C O U R T A N E I G
1: H. You know, yeah like yeah <laughs>
3: when it's like ashley but like yeah. <laughs> or Haley, <laughs> hayley or, or uh, just the Jeez. absolute
0: worst the absolute worst so oh, hi there. this is a
3: podcast now just making fun of people's names um, about it Enjoy the next 30 minutes. Yeah, I, you know, speaking of names. Do you
1: guys have a list of like your favorite baby names or am
0: I like- Oh girl, don't even get me started. I have the oh, okay. weirdest ones on there. I want to name my son Wolfgang Amadeus.
1: No, but why? Like why no would you do that, ass that is... them? I them?
0: I think that's amazing. I think it's- beautiful. No, that's so cruel. <laughs> and then I want to name my daughters after Greek gods. So like Athena, Aphrodite- That's kind of tight
1: as hell though. Okay. As a Percy Jackson kid, that's really cool. <laughs>
0: Wolfgang,
2: I don't know
1: about that one. I don't know about that Yeah, Wolfgang, like, I I think, Wolfgang, I think I'm AS. I was going to say, have you seen the Mozart Catboy
3: meme? But it's okay, that's really off topic. <laughs> um, I mean, I already have my kids' names picked out. Like, Or, like, my first kid, um, her name's going to be Divine. Ooh. As it should.
1: That's cute. Her name's going to be I, Divine Pearl. I regret Pearl. everything I
3: said on this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Literally, going from Nick, it's going to be Wolfgang, and then Kennedy's like, oh, yeah, her name's going to be Divine Pearl. It's Wolf- like... That's yeah. Really, okay,
0: that's really good though. I really like No, cuz
3: she's literally a divine bro, and then like I cuz it means yeah. heavenly and like and then my the sun is going to be named Angel like duh and then like um all, it's all due with like um god and everything and then also um Luna and like it would be Luna and then like her middle name is like Triant, so and like the Triand is like short for tri- Triangulum Galaxy so it's like moon and galaxy last yeah. name whoever. Okay, i'll see myself thought. out okay <laughs> it's been planned it's been planned been
1: planned that was amazing. <laughs> That was
3: wow i seriously okay so this is kennedy's show want now three I'm...
1: kids oh my gosh three is so many good
3: true three is so many but i'm gonna wait till i'm financially stable where i'm like the richest person in the world it's like let's just have ten <laughs> Actually, no, because that's a lot on my body. Just kidding. Ten children. Oh, my gosh.
0: So the way that we like to start every single one of our podcasts is really by asking our guests, you know, why do you do what you do? And what we mean by that is why do you do what you do in theater? So really, if you kind of just want to start by telling us what you do in theater and then why you do it.
1: It's a loaded question at the moment, I think, (laughs) because I feel like it's been Um, obviously it's been a year of growth for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, I feel like a lot of things have changed in everybody's lives. I'm talking so nebulously. Is that a word when you put it into an adverb? Whatever. Who cares? So basically, if you had asked me that a year ago, I would have a totally different answer. And I actually don't have an answer to that right now because I don't really feel like I'm doing much, um, which I feel like everyone's kind of going through that whole thing where it's like kind of like imposter syndrome, especially with theater, because it's like, how like how am I supposed to create we're not with other people and for me like for me theater is with other people always like that's my favorite part of it I would never want to like do anything alone for any of it ever like I can't even when I think about like because something I do want to do is direct and even when I think about that I don't see myself as like the director I see myself as either a co-director or someone who's like working with a whole team and it's very much cohesive um Sorry, I feel like I'm getting off track with myself. But like the question was, what do you do and why do you do it? And I really don't know right now. I'm at a little crossroads. And I,
0: I feel like that's okay because like we yeah. college, like we're, this is a learning experience. This is a growing right. experience. You know, like Anna's so right. Anna is so right. That is a very loaded question, but <laughs> you have like two crazy people like me and Kennedy. All we do is we sit around and talk about this for hours. So of course so we have tiring. to go around and ask everybody else too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it's something I need to start asking myself a little bit more. Um, I've been really self-reflective lately, but like not about theater. And so I think I've just been like putting that off <laughs> mostly well, because I yes. know. Here yeah, we go. Exactly. I think this is going to be a good time for me to dig into that. Well, um, <laughs> I know me
2: personally. I do what I do in this very moment to not think about everything going on, but I don't know. Right now I've been researching minors because I definitely want to apply for one because I love this craft. I'm here for it. It's my passion. It makes me happy. But you get the looks that you get when you tell people you're a theater major for a reason. So <laughs> I'm looking for something to supplement that. And I'm currently looking at community engagement and social change because, of course, everyone wants to like change the world you know, and do all of that. <laughs> and of course, everyone wants to do that with their chosen craft. But um, I don't know if I'm a pessimist or a realist, but I know that I need something concrete in these endeavors to like genuinely affect change because I feel like the root of everything we've got going on is ignorance because people are just, I don't know if it's a pet peeve or a genuine like despise them but like ignorance is just I hate it I cannot stand it especially when you have so much information at your fingertips we're all on these computers all day every day so like you really don't have very much of an excuse like what happened in that one class recently that we all know that could have been remedied so very easily with a simple like research so I just really don't have time but I understand that I'm all like up here like change the world and I definitely need some like tangible information with statistics to guide that Endeavor, so I'm doing it I don't know I'm really just winging it I really am
0: honestly what is life other than just winging it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we we love to say that we got this shit planned but I am just improvising I am yes anding my way through this
1: yeah it's been like <laughs> I'm not the type of person to like really plan things ever <laughs> um I'm a very disorganized person And I'm not someone who like super like looks into the future. Like I definitely, I'm always in my little daydream world. So like I daydream about the future, but am I planning? No, like everything is like very much like when I look at like real life, not the daydream world or whatever, it's very much like, okay, what's tomorrow? And like, I'm really never thinking much past that, which is I think why like theater as like this whole thing when I'm not in a show or like I'm not working on something with people. Again, I'll emphasize that. It's like, I really don't know what I'm doing and I'm just kind of floating around.
0: And it, and it, and it like sucks because until like we get back to like where and 400,000 people aren't dying, then we can probably get back together like in the theater and actually we're actually working and we're actually doing things and it's really hard. But until we get back to that, we can sit around and talk about it. And both of you guys said some really, really awesome things that kind of sparked some questions, especially you, Courtney, with this idea of like getting a minor, like what are you kind of, um, I don't know if you would like just to talk more about that because I do agree with you where like, I think getting a minor is kind of a really smart option, especially for theater people, like in entrepreneurship or like something that is applicable to our field that will also help you. So like, what is something that you're interested in?
2: Well, I did look at entrepreneurship at one point. I did consider social thought. Um, My very first thought was African American studies, but then I was like, I I went through a thought process that kind of eliminated that pretty quickly. And I feel like theater, it's super great. It's super amazing. And it's super awesome. But where we are right now as a society, it's commercialized first and foremost. So if you want to like make it, you're going to have to kind of be like a shady entrepreneur and do all this stuff until you can get to a point where you have your agents and you have your managers and they do all of that like underhand under the table stuff for you so I yeah I think I'm committed to community engagement and social change because like it's a fail safe for one because I can fall back on that that's what my mom does I can come back to Sonoma County and do that if I ever have to but I feel like, especially for people of color, arts and activisms, it's always an intersection that you have to exist at. And so I figured if that is the hand that's dealt to me, I might as well pursue it and like, go full steam ahead through that in order to like acquire the platform to be all like, all right, now let's change this.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't even know that was a minor. That is so interesting.
2: Check it out. It's only seven courses, 20. <laughs> is it really right only
0: seven courses?
2: Yeah, they're like, it it surmises in a whole capstone project and like inter- mm. blah, blah, blah 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 so they're like intensive but it it could be done in three years like at the info session they were like here's an expedited track if you want to hash that out and I said I kind of do <laughs> there
3: we, go. That you. And that's there very we go that's super interesting because like I don't know I feel like every everyone's different so like for me like there is no plan b I will be an actress, I will be successful. <laughs> um, there's no like falling back on something. Or Although I wanted to minor in psychology, but they don't have that here at UCLA, nor do they have sociology to minor in. So I'm just like, yeah. man, why are we doing this? But it's fine, that's, <laughs> um, that's really interesting. And that just brings up another question, um, which is what makes um, a talented actor? Because um, I thought of this, um, when I was talking to Nick, when we were like making up these questions, um, because, of course, you're like, oh, I've been doing this for 20 years, <laughs> so, like, trust me, I know what I'm doing, but it's, like, someone sense. can walk in with just raw talent or just been doing this for two months and is, like, wow, like, you're on the same level or, like, p- people who get um, cast for shows, it's, like, you're, like, you're working with someone who's been doing this for a month and you work with someone who's doing this for 10 years, so it's, like, what makes someone talented I know that's a lot to ask at this
1: moment. No, yeah, but I have a lot of thoughts on this actually. <laughs> like Cause it's so, a yeah, kind of an, like a question yeah. that goes outside of like me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not a question about me in theater. So I'm like, oh, I might have a perspective on this. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, and one is like, I don't, everyone has a different idea of what talent means and literally no one's is ever gonna sync up ever like ever. It's just so subjective. Um, And I feel like what makes someone talented is um, completely dependent on the situation. So like when you look at like shows and you see that someone's been like, like this is their first show versus like the person they're doing every scene with has been doing this for 20 years. The difference is literally only that experience. And it has nothing to do with talent because I think in that context, it's more about who's right for the role. And that's something we hear all the time with theater. It's like, okay, cool, you're great. You're actually better than her, but you're not right for this role. And if you're not right for a role, you're never going to be in one. (laughs) And so I feel like talent is like this weird nebulous thing. And when we look at like people who are famous, it's just that they were right for a bunch of roles. (laughs) Um, They were right for a bunch of roles. It's not necessarily that they were the most talented people um I think talent is something that grows over time I don't think it's like a stagnant thing but I also think it's just so subjective that it's like I I don't know if you can be like well that's what makes an actor talented because I don't think it's that easy to pinpoint um I know what I like in actors is, is is passion and dedication and commitment and also um their ability to work with others I think that's the most important part
0: yeah. I and mean, then I, I think definitely like the idea of like what somebody is being talented is, is like, it's such a weird question also, just because like, like you're right, like it is subjective, but then also like, if we're thinking about it in terms of who's right for the role, I think about, well, the role is only meant for rich, skinny white people. Like it's not, mm. it's not about like who's right for it. For me, it's about the role itself. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's yeah. really too, just to think about.
1: I don't know i hate celebrity culture in general <laughs> like i have so many critiques of it i hate it i really do i really do um i hate putting people on pedestals in any situation i think it's bullshit and really weird and everybody needs to stop doing it like immediately now because we like worship people for things and it's it's just weird and i don't fuck with it and it's like
0: <laughs> for almost nothing what sorry is, change what subjects. Is being an influencer <laughs> like shaking your ass in front of a camera like I can do that. I do that on Snapchat every night. Like, what do you want to that? <laughs> and Courtney's not famous, uh, yet.
2: <laughs> yet. I would just like to piggyback on what Anna said. Cause I, feel like, I feel like, because um, I've been recently trying to break out of my typecast, because I'm very, like, I played Medea at one point, and that's a mom that kills their kid, and then I played Agave, and that's a mom who kills their kid, and then I did Rose in a monologue, and that's, like, this, like this subversive wife, and I, I do a lot of mother figures, a lot of like butch figures. And I was like, I wanna be the ingenue. I wanna be like the soft feminine, blah, 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 blah. blah. And that goes back to what you were saying. I feel like about, we have these casting directors who have these preconceived, preconceived notions about these actors and these roles separately. And there's a, whole, there's a whole race aspect to it. Cause it's like, you look at this black female and you don't see a soft feminine like character. So you're like already projecting all of these biases onto me as a performer, but Talent, I think, is the goal of not falling flat in your craft. That's what I will say. Like, you Mm -hmm. use the word stagnant, and I feel like once you reach a stagnant point, that's when you, like, lose your quote-unquote talent because you have to grow, like, duh, obviously, or else you're just going to be, like, you're always going to be, like, that ensemble, like, tree, yada, 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 if you're not striving to grow. But then that also goes back to, what roles you are getting casting because I it's not like you can say, Oh, I want to be the lead because I want to grow today. And I you me. So I yeah. feel like talent is very because like I in high school they were like, oh my gosh, you're so talented. But then it was like, Am I talented or am I just fulfilling the perception you have of me as like a black actor? Cause like Medea, mm-hmm. like I was all like rah 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 screaming angry, angry black woman, you know. So they were like, wow, that performance spectacular. And I was all like, was it? Or <laughs> Or are you just saying, yes, I saw this angry black and they fulfilled the angry black. So it was just-
3: yeah, I, I come to um, question, it's like, is it just because you found the black person to, f- to fulfill your role? Or was it just like, did it, like could, could someone else do this? Cause like, I think anyone can play they're mad. They can play they're angry, but like when it's a black woman Oh, like spicy! Like, that's, talent. Okay. that's talent. That's <laughs> talent. Okay. So yeah, and I just think yeah, um, even just reflecting back on just previous pro- or shows that I and projects that I've been a part of, I don't know. I feel like talent is. Um, I don't know because even like for like um artists that I like I'm like they're so talented I just think it's how they made me feel mm. so that that's how I that like that's my equivalent like if you made me feel something because I want to make other people feel something yeah. with my art so it's like if you make me feel something then you are talented and that's why like I listen to certain artists I do and like they made me feel something like they took me back in a moment that like I will never forget so I don't know maybe like that's why and also like I don't know because I've been told by my teacher that I'm talented I'm just like you're just being nice (laughs) like you're just supposed to be the encouraging teacher it's fine but like no you have growth and like people like to watch growth even with an actor Mm -hmm. so I think that's what talent is but I don't know that's that's probably just me and my opinion and my I mind. think that's like
0: such a good way to like put it in words though. It's like if you yeah. can make me feel something, that's how I know that you're talented. Because like for me it, as like just like this sounds so bad because I've never directed I haven't really directed anything, but from a director's <laughs> point of view, like when I'm watching auditions and everything, to me a lot of it is like can you take me somewhere else? because yeah. a lot of the time i'm watching actors and if i think that i'm a director sitting in a chair watching you perform you're not taking me anywhere and i'm not really not, i'm not really transformed by the experience but if i'm watching your performance and you can make me believe that like we really are in like some diner and you really did eat the divorce papers then maybe <laughs> we can have another conversation But I I think a lot of it, for me at least, the talent comes from the believability of it all. And like you said, like the ability to actually feel something.
1: Yeah, I'm adopting that definition now. Because I really like that. That it's like this feel. Because I don't even necessarily think it has to be this believability. Mostly because I think, well, I think it does within certain types of theater. Um... But then I think that's the other part of it is like, it depends on the intention of whatever the art is. Um, But whatever the intention is, if it makes you feel something, that's talent. I I like, I love Kennedy's definition. (laughs) (laughs) And also
3: this brings up another question. do you think you have like I guess like for, for an audition and like you're going in there you're already nervous you already like don't mess up make sure I know the side that I just got two seconds ago. Do you think that like you have the ability to show your talent in this like timed audition process because even with like a trailer for a movie that's like two minutes. That's like three minutes that you get to watch and be like do do i want to watch this movie when it comes out or do i just want to be like oh whatever i feel like that gives you more time i know i'm not a guest but can i answer this question because like
0: (laughs) i think that's part of the challenge i think that's part of the fun if you can and if you can make me feel something and if you can transform my experience as a viewer (laughs) in those two minutes that you're given goddamn do I want to work with you. I think that the the audition idea that we have and like this notion of like an audition today just as the way that we run it is so competitive but I think that that just has to do with our field and then if you really can accomplish this ridiculously hard goal in those two minutes thank you yes I want to work with you. That's that direct. That is that director perspective.
2: That's yeah, that's the director perspective yeah, for
3: real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from the actor's perspective, we're we're no. nervous, and I think it's it's I, it's it's yeah. really. I feel like it's really hard to um like just I I don't know because I know like um I got taught in high school how to audition mm-hmm. and then you can just breathe and get the role, but like I feel like you have to master how to audition to even like. But before I think you that's even... part of
1: it. I think that's part of I being don't like an it. actor. I don't like it at all, Uh, mostly because I don't like, I don't like commercialized theater. Everybody's like, oh, my dream is Broadway. And I'm like, that's really cool for you. That has nothing to do with me. It just doesn't. That's not me. Um, Same with most like commercial things for theater. I mean, if I end up doing them and I can make a living at that, God bless, because I need a living. (laughs) But like, that's not where my heart is pulled (laughs) with theater. Um, Sorry, what was the, I get so off track so quickly. I was talking about something and it was about auditions. I'm the best in the rehearsal process. I am so good in the rehearsal process. I promise like, <laughs> but like in auditions, it's so different. Um, I definitely prefer callbacks because you're in a scene usually <laughs> and I have people to work with. But when I'm alone in the room, there's nothing worse. I think Um, I'm the same as Kennedy. Like I was taught like how to audition and like all that stuff and like all these little tips and tricks and like I, like going to like college auditions and stuff because that was like the bulk of my last year um I was really comfortable with everything like I felt really on top of it and I felt like I had the skills I needed for those um but like the idea of like having to like constantly shift and adapt audition technique and like that be the one thing that like holds you back until you get a role is like really annoying because I know that once I get a role I'm good enough in the rehearsal process that like if I'm at like a small theater and like I'm doing a show like okay now they're gonna remember me or now like at least I have connections you know what I mean like I much prefer the whole connection working together the working together thing than like me walking by myself in the little room with people I've never met before and having to like sell this idea of me that may or may not be what they're looking for
2: feel like it's definitely in some part contributed to by like the elitism that's just enshroud theater art because I remember I went to see Angels in America at Berkeley Rep and my teacher was all like y'all better dress up like I'm not even kidding if you show up for this field trip and you are not dressed up I'm gonna be so mad with y'all and I was like yo yeah, y'all dress up so I was like in heels and like my satin shirt blah, 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 and I was like wait a minute why am i doing all of this like there's Mm -hmm. like hundreds of students in this room they are not gonna see us we're all high school students it's not that serious and then i started noticing just all around like there's such a culture like this it's like you go to the theater and you're Mm -hmm. when you're old and you've gotten your money and you've settled down and all of literally like no like it's not that serious and so once i started deconstructing that mentality in myself i started just like pulling up to auditions and like whatever i'm wearing i'm all like yo what's up I'm Courtney, like this is the moment that I'm in, what happens happens, da 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 da, -da. whatever. So I feel like it's very like us versus them because we're all like, oh my gosh, they're the ones with the money, they're the ones in charge, they're the ones with the power, they're the director. So like they are the end all be all of like, oh my gosh, they're everything. And it's like, no, this is literally a person and I'm literally a person. And if this role is meant for me, it's meant for me and I'll get it. But if it's not, I'm here to have fun first and foremost. And I'm very grateful that I'm in a place where I can just be doing it for fun and not like to sustain myself but it's like big whoop if they think I'm weird for rolling on the floor. I'll yeah, die.
3: I think it's the process of unlearning, like learning and then unlearning some a lot of things because you're taught by someone, by one person how to do a certain thing. And then it's like, oh no, I'm a new teacher and that's, yes. I hate that. Oh so my unlearn gosh. everything you just learned and do it this way. So I think, um, especially like from an actor's perspective, it's, it's a lot of taking little pieces here and there and there and there to create who you are because that's very true i used to come to auditions fully decked out makeup hair done everything and then like i realized i'm like they want something real or like at least they want to tell a story that people believe and like because obviously when you go to the theater you're there to be taken on a whole story but like I feel like at, a, at points you forget that you're just sitting there in a theater it's like I'm invested in this story so I think they, they want something real and they want you to they want you to be able to make someone else feel something so it's like why not come as I am because I'm still going to portray or obviously come in your character if you think your character would wear something blah blah blah, blah. but also just like come as you are because like I, I don't know you are enough I feel like that's like actors you are enough because you don't need to put on this persona that I have everything together and I'm the best one even though you are like because like self-confidence but just I think it's just hard anyone else would like to sure. share I,
1: I totally agree Kennedy because um, like I'm thinking back because like um when we would like learn how to audition we'd watch other people audition and Anybody who was, like, the most real, like, most casual, most themselves, I always liked they're the the best, because it was, like, you actually cared about the person, because the thing about auditions is that you're auditioning for a role, and that's fine and great and dandy, but you also, like, are auditioning to, like, work with people, and, like, I think that's such an important part that, like, people have to remember, is, like, you have to be your, yeah, it's, like, the be yourself part, it's so cheesy, but it's so true, like, you have to fit this idea of what they have for this role, which you may or may not fit, But if you're at least like a good version of yourself, they'll at least like you. (laughs) You'll at least not bomb the audition. You might not get that role, but like you will at least like have done well because you'll be personable. (laughs) But that's hard. I think it's really scary um, because it also just like holds this expectation that like you behave in a certain way. And there becomes a lot of different problems and weird things with that too, because it's like you're expected to very much walk in and be this bright, happy ray of sunshine because if you're not normally that, you have to at least sneak in a little bit of that, and I think that's also a really shitty part, (laughs) is that, like, you're supposed to bring your whole self, but, like, only the good parts, Mm -hmm. so. I was, because I'm just thinking, like, I did my new headshots
2: recently, and, like, and this is also a whole journey of, like, self-acceptance and body neutrality and all this stuff, but, like, I like break out on my face a lot and then always scars. So I have like all these like acne scars on my face. And so the headshots before this one, I I photoshopped the crap out of that. And I was like, no scars, no scars, no scars. And I was like, because they don't want that. Like they don't want to see that. They want to see like the pretty, like, ooh, shiny, look at you glow in the sunlight, whatever. But for these headshots, I very like deliberately left them in because I was like, this is like, this is what you're getting. And like, if it's absolutely necessary, like then yes, I'll like do makeup, whatever we need to do. But it's all like, if we're like here to be like the window of life, just like an extension of like the real world and like we come here to like empathize with these characters and see these people and just like be in like an emotional mental world and we aren't like in this moment, that's not perfect. Like that's not that's not flawless. That's not like, oh my gosh, kissed by the sun. Now these are scars mm-hmm. because I've been through it and that is as much a part of me as like this like like the slight list and all of that, like blah 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 blah. So if they can't get over them, then that's a whole thing. Like, do I even want to work in that environment? Yeah.
0: And then like, that's like a whole thing about just realism in the theater. If you're going to go see a show and everybody is like this skinny, like fit, you know, like well, like portrayed kind of person. And and, like, those are the type of people that are having like these wonderful, amazing lives. It's like, well, I don't look like that. So how I'm not going to have one of those wonderful, amazing lives if I don't look like that. And so it's really, really important to get like, people who look like people to, <laughs> to play people. Yeah.
3: Oh, I, I feel like that's like where it um, causes insecurity in theater where everyone's like, this is a safe place. I feel so safe here. But it's like, do you feel safe here? Or are you just happy that you have someone else that relates to you? like? you know, because I don't know, like even when I'm in shows, I'm like, I don't look like everyone else. Like I got hips. I have a butt. Everyone else these skinny, pretty girls. And it's like, I have curves and like, I don't feel, and even, even I get insecure, even like for costuming. And I'm like, oh, I don't look like them. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, these body types are not in. I think the
0: costuming thing is like one of the biggest things too, because like you have like a um, a costume mistress who's trying to do the show and she's like, Oh, okay. Like every single person in the ensemble should be able to fit like a medium. It's like, well, honey, no, No. (laughs) like you have to look at every single person in the ensemble to make sure that you're costuming them all correctly. Because like, when we get this like preconceived notion of what somebody is supposed to look like and we like start falling into those connotations, you just, you're just wrong. You're just wrong.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm like, do I, I like, sometimes that question, I'm like, did I not get this role because I couldn't fit in their like size two costume because they don't want to spend more money on my curves? Like, I don't know. But like, just all these things like come up.
0: Sounds like it's time for Current Call. It's everyone's favorite director, Nico Castro.
3: And I'm your new upcoming actress and co host, Kennedy Alexis.
1: I had like 90 minutes to think, but I still don't have a little thing. So um, I'm Anna Mook. Goodbye. <laughs> and it's still Courtney. It will always
2: be Courtney.
0: never Courtney. And thank you so much to our amazing guests. And thank you so much to our awesome listeners. See you guys next week.